you were just a little girl in a flannel nightgown. And you were shoveling snow from the walk in front of our house. And I was the snow. I was the snow. And everywhere it landed, and everywhere it covered, you scooped me up with a big red shovel. You scooped me up. You scoop me up so I can stand on mountains. You scoop me up to walk on stormy seas. We watch the family stone. Happy holidays. You fucking trolls. Two boys in a balcony. We'll be back in a minute. Here's the theme song. Two boys in a balcony. In a balcony. A balcony. Welcome back. Man, it's still going. I can't do it anymore. Dude, I got to say, it started out really strong. Oh, and then okay. it felt right. like you were stretching That it. sounds like fucking off-mic conversation. I think but, I really... then, but then you really came back strong. Oh, and it thank made you me respect much. your performance. Built, I... And also, I understand that, uh, you know, art is subjective. You know, music sure. is subjective. Yeah, what yeah, yeah. Music maybe, is an art. What maybe one person's cup of tea might not be someone else's hey one man's but trash i is thought it was treasure. great i loved it thank you loved it thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart no thank you i think is oh yeah no you're welcome for that for the joy that i gave yeah. you yeah you brought it i can't even believe for a second that i thought to thank you for something <laughs> yeah Ugh, gross how you doing folks how you doing welcome back to two boys in a balcony the new england film podcast hello my name is Sean Sullivan. Join my here. name is Sean Sullivan. That's not true. That's a, no. We get it. We have to say our names so that this people is know. Sean Sullivan. No, and that's that not. That is Bill McMorrow. Oh my God! No, that my name is Sean Sullivan. That is Bill McMorrow. Don't. Or is it the other way around? It isn't the other way around. When the please. Oh, I'm over here now. Okay. Nope. <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. That that implies that we're trying to do some kind of audio trickery where we're gonna fucking surround sound. Ah, they're fucking flim flamming us. Oh wow, man. Uh, good thing I only listen to podcasts in my 15 speaker surround sound home stereo system because sometimes the voice is in front of me, sometimes the voice is behind me. I think it's the in the side of me. Sometimes the voice is the other side of me. That's pretty good. Uh... What, I didn't even <laughs> audiology. I'm doing some foley work. I'm doing real trickery with the How microphone. How you doing there, buddy? I took a correspondence course in uh, radio magic, and uh, I thought tonight How'd you do? Did you get your final grades? No, or... Not good at all. <laughs> Turns did it out, turn out to be a scam? It was 100% a scam. It was, it was, and you found that out before you got the grades? Yeah, it was the same as Kevin. It was Kevin Spacey's master class. <laughs> and uh, boy, oh boy, I learned some things. Uh, we watched a, uh, this is a Christmas movie. I won't go so far as to say it's a classic. Well, you're going to have to fight my wife then. I didn't say it wasn't good. I'm just saying Christmas classic, 
in the family stone. I don't know if that is. Well, you know. I don't know if you're going to find a lot of takers for this one. I mean, I think if we put it to the test, I think we, there would be more for than against. I don't know if you've uh, how much adversity you've lived through, but the family stone has it, and they conquer it with beauty and grace. Fair. And uh, they also seem to, you know, they seem to really fucking have a good time just kicking each other's nuts. Yep. You know, and also they got a pool, I think. No. There's well, no pool? I don't think so. Somebody must have a pool. If there they is, seem it's, like they're well off. It's closed for the winter. They seem like they're doing okay. It does seem like they're doing okay. We have no uh, necessarily any understanding of where their money comes from or what they It's probably drugs. You think it's old money? It's probably yeah. pharmaceutical. Oh. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, no, this liberal family, definitely. Yeah. Uh, the grandfather's of the opiate epidemic. And everybody just keeps comes home, and everybody's got a room to stay and whatnot. It's a big ass house for it two seems old like a people. Fun thing. They should have nice. sold. They should have sold it years ago and moved to Florida, but they didn't. They kept the family home. Uh, it's the family stone. Here is my history with this film. Just I know, and I'll let you go into yours. I know yours is more involved than mine. I saw this movie in the movie theater in Amherst, Massachusetts, when my wife was in grad school. Uh, I went out to visit her one weekend, and we went and saw The Family Stone, and the second the film was over, I had no recollection of anything that I had just watched. Oh, that's exciting. This movie uh, just- Was that uh, during your hardcore drug dealing days? Oh, that was when I was completely stone sober. Stoned on sober? Yep, I was high on life, and I watched this film- Straight edge? It went in, processed it, and it immediately, my brain was like, nope, we're not retaining any of this. You slamming pixie sticks during the movie? No. Who's doing pixie lick-a-maid? sticks? Yeah, I was doing a lot of lickamade. I had that the little fucking that little white medicine stick. <laughs> I was dicking into the, the fucking pouches of sugar. That shit is so gross. I never Dude, so gross. I'd never ate that in my entire I did, but I've never was, had a pixie stick my whole life. It's it was so like gross. the seventies. So I didn't know any better. Ugh. We were still eating lead paint. We get my kids got pixie sticks for Halloween, and it's just like those yeah, they are still going do it in now. The trash, goodbye. I think they still do the lickamate too. Yeah, that shit is so gross. Yeah, it's just uh, bacterial. I don't contamination. want fucking, Give me a Reese's peanut butter cup. I don't want fucking just a bag of powder. Oh, what are you insane? I love Reese's peanut butter cups, but I don't like lickamate. And if Reese's peanut butter cup was powderized and put into a package, I would not eat that either. Oh yeah, you would. No, I would not. I would. A lickamate is a Kool Aid. Sprinkle it on ice cream. No. What are you talking about? That would be gross. You Reese's would, peanut you, butter cup? Powdered peanut butter you would drop on ice cream? Powdered Reese's peanut butter cup. No, dude. You're out of your mind. What world are you living in? What world are you living in? Where you? I'm living in a world where people like delicious things. I'm not talking not, about... I'm not, Bill. I'm not talking not about... I'm not afraid a, of, of I'm not talk, saying it. Bill, I'm not talking about a crumble. I'll put a crumbled Reese's peanut butter cup on an ice cream. Don't fucking come at me with this bullshit. I'm talking fine fucking powder. If you put it in a fucking sifter. Why are you sifter, doing that? Why are you? That's because that's what the fucking, that's the hypothetical example we're talking about. Are you using that in a baked product? No. Are you making a cake? I'm saying that I wouldn't make anything out of it because it's not a thing. It shouldn't be marketed to anything. You should not have powderized Reese's peanut butter cups. All right. But you should be able the to get them. The only way I will... Ex- no, you should what not. Is, the government's going to tell me I can't have them? Yes, they should. Sometimes the government... Well, now I want them. 
Well, fuck off. doesn't matter. Well, now I want more of them. Tough. You can't have it. I want all of them now. The only way I want a powdered Reese's peanut butter cup is that if I add water to it, I get a Reese's peanut butter cup. Is that cup. what we're talking about? No, because that does not exist. Because that's how I've been reselling these things. That is that is a that is a recipe for Reese's peanut butter cup flavored chocolate telling, milk. I've been telling all my buyers on the phone that you just add, sprinkle a little water on these things. I mean, no. No, 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 no. Well, we got a problem. Yeah, we got a fucking problem. Yeah. We got a real problem. You have a, a sweet tooth that you're getting fucking an erection right now thinking about cocaine and Reese's peanut butter cups. I do have a sweet tooth. I got, a, I got a meat tooth, baby. I will not speak to the erection. I use my teeth. What are you? You a big carnivore? <laughs> I'm ripping meat up with these fucking these teeth. They're jagged. Give me a cake, too, but fucking put a hamburger in there. Give that me a cake, cake also? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll eat. Oh, no, I'd also like to take some cake to go if I could. The only way I'll eat birthday cake is if you put a fucking bacon cheeseburger between two slices of it. You don't like birthday cake? No, I like Bill. Come on, please. It's delicious. Put a little powdered Reese's peanut butter cup I'd on go, that thing. I could go for some birthday cake right now. Too bad it's not my birthday. How old is this movie? Uh, 2005, Family Stone. 24 years. T- 24. We're coming up on the big 20. 20 20- no. 24 years? What are you fucking... 2005? What are you, high? <laughs> yeah, I am a little bit. 14 probably. years old, buddy. 2005 to 2019. I was thinking 1995. I yeah, apologize. Yeah, well, you're fucking... You're a jerk. <laughs> I said that preemptively. I'm sorry. Come back here, please. I don't know how to you work the machine. Again. You fucking do that again, and we'll have a real... You call me a jerk one more time. I'm not going to do it right now, but there's a good chance that it's going to happen. So maybe we should iron this out before we get there. Okay. Family Stone, 2005. 24 years. Nope. Again, the Jack Bauer anniversary. Uh, It's directed by Thomas Bazooka. Bazooka? Like the gun? Yep. From Amherst, Massachusetts. He's from Amherst? Yep. Do you know him? That's what I just said. No, I don't know him. Uh, he hasn't made anything else other that I've heard of. He made a movie called Big Eden. Big Eden, like the garden. And then he wrote the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society. That and is a film. He wrote this? He wrote Family Stone? He wrote, directed The Family Stone. Uh, great cast in this thing. Diane Keaton, Craig T. Nelson, Sarah Jessica Parker, Claire Danes, Rachel McAdams, Dermot Mulroney, Luke Wilson... Other people. There are other people. They definitely ran out of the, the... The budget on this film dried up before they got to some of the other siblings, but they're there. Uh, and we got a cold open in this film. We don't We don't jump right. We jump right into the action. Right there. Uh, oh, I will say this. Maybe an unnecessary cold open? I, I, don't, I don't think you needed it, but... Uh, we open uh, on uh, Meredith, played by Sarah Jessica Parker. She is on the phone. She's in a Macy's. Uh, she's a real fucking worker bee. She's on the phone. She's really giving Buy, it. sell, send me the file, do the blah, blah. Dividends. Can't tell. Yeah, no, money, quarterly earnings. Invest the portfolio. Please. Henceforth. IPOs, PPOs. She's on her flip phone. She's fucking business, business, business. Uh, she goes over to her uh, partner, Dermot Mulroney, her bu- her and uh, he takes her phone away. And she's like, I can't. I need my phone for business. He closes it. 
because that's how you used to have to do flips that. Flips that motherfucker shut. You'd flip it shut, and uh, and then they leave the store with a hat that they bought for somebody named Amy. And then we get the opening credits of the film. We go right to that. So we meet these two people. It's a little bit of a mystery. Who are these people? Who are they? How do they tie into this uh, family stone? Family stone is, she, is she a stone? Is he a stone? Is he, we are don't they both know. stones? Uh, I thought the opening credits of this movie are great. They uh, they bear uh, a mention because uh, everybody in the film gets their own Christmas card and they keep uh, falling and it, it's just beautiful and nice and quaint. I liked it. I agree. I like when a movie has good credits. I like when you like movies. Thank you. Credits. Thank you very much. I'm not going to say you're welcome. Yeah, they look good. And then But uh, you are. Once the credits are done, we're at a we're at a big house in th- in the fictional town of Fair, Connecticut. Fair? Fair, Connecticut. I don't know that why. That sounds like it might not be fictional though. According to the Wikipedia page, it is fictional. Why they set it in a fictional town in Connecticut, I don't know. I don't understand why people make up towns. Just set it in a real fucking yeah, place. there's enough towns that you could do things in. Yeah, fucking Connecticut Stimulate has... Stimulate the economy. Route 95 in Connecticut has 90 exits. I think you can find a fucking town. Yeah. Uh, this could have happened in Norwalk. Could have happened in uh, Pelham. East Hartford. West Hartford. North Hartford. <laughs> That's it. Uh, we meet Sybil, played by Diane Keaton. Uh, she's the matriarch of the oh, family. Oh, you guys live in Hamden, Connecticut. Yeah, Hamden, East Hamden, South Hamden. That's All it. right, <laughs> it's a good bit. Uh, she's sitting in the kitchen. She's got uh, she's got her desk. She's anxious. She's waiting for her family to arrive. Anxious. Uh, and we meet the we meet the family stone in order and. Uh, this we'll just set the, the page. great Diane Keaton because each of these characters are uh, very ne- unique. Uh, uh, Diane Keaton uh, is waiting, and in order, this is how they arrive. We meet Thad Stone and his husband Patrick. Uh, Thad is um, deaf. Uh, Patrick is African American, and that is a lot to throw together for a couple in a film. It's a very progressive, a deaf gay mixed race couple. What year was this? Two thousand five. Two thousand five. They these guys are if, uh, just so you know the the Stone family, very liberal. Uh, that's that's the conceit to this film, and, and then uh, the outsiders are a little more conservative. But uh, if you weren't sure of that coming into this film, you knew it from the first child that we meet. The deaf gay son in there, uh, his uh, African American uh, husband. Then we meet Amy. She's so fucking liberal. She's got an NPR tote bag that she's carrying around. She brings her laundry home, too, which I thought was a nice touch. She's played by uh, the, the lovely Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Heck of, a, heck of a 2005 for old Rachel McAdams. Uh, she does Family Stone, and she does uh, Wedding Crashers. Um, and the year before, she did Mean Girls. Mean girls. This is this is right around the time that and uh, the Notebook has already come out as well. So we're we're in the middle of fucking McAdams fever. We're crazy. You remember this time, two thousand five, four years removed from nine eleven. We're all we're thinking is Hans, thank it. God Rachel McAdams is here to heal this fucking country. Brought us back together. God, you know, 
boy, oh boy, thank the Lord for Canadian Rachel McAdams saving America. <laughs> uh, the next, uh, the next stone we meet is Susanna, and uh, what's interesting about her is that she has a kid. That's it. <laughs> this this That's character very interesting. Thing. She gets no development. Uh, she's played by I don't even know Elizabeth Reeser. Yep. Uh, she has a daughter named Elizabeth. Uh, and she is also pregnant again. Her husband is coming on Christmas day, or I don't know when the fuck this guy's going to show up, but he's, I don't know, he's off doing some shit somewhere. Probably his secretary. I mean, I think it it leaves an illusion like, oh, is she getting divorced or something? But No, they seem happily married. When he shows up at the end, they seem very yeah, wonderful. Well, you just jump to the fucking end of the movie, dude. You, you, that's not what we do here. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot. I spoiled the main plot of the family stone is whether or not this character that people... Is, he, is her husband part of the family stone still? I don't know. Uh, we hear about Ben, who eventually will be played by Luke Wilson. He has not arrived because he missed two flights from San Francisco. Bit of a stoner. This guy's, he's a free spirit, you know? And then we meet Everett Stone, who's played by Dermot Mulroney, who we already met in the cold open. Uh, he's an in, in New York City business douche guy. He's a big businessman. Um, he wears suits. And uh, and he comes with uh, his girlfriend, Meredith, played by Sarah Jessica Parker. And immediately, this movie jumps to the We Hate Meredith show. Yeah. Rachel McAdams is like, I met her in New York. She took me to a very expensive restaurant. She sucks ass. And they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, fuck her. And they just immediately, they're just like, yeah, we we'll hate her. We'll kill her. Yeah. <laughs> they might as well have. Uh, they hate Meredith. They're all extremely cold to her. Um, they get their sleeping arrangements. All the kids are in their childhood bedrooms. Uh, she thinks it's improper for her and Everett to share his childhood bed. Yeah. Uh, so she asks if like she can sleep somewhere else, and he's like, "Don't no, there's nowhere else to sleep." I mean, the whole family's there. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck. And uh, and uh, so he goes down to his mom, and his mom's like, "What are you guys fucking afraid we're gonna hear you fuck or something?" Yeah, I mean, just fuck quiet. That's not what she says. She goes, what, you guys don't screw? That's what she says. She calls it screwing. Screw. Which is not, if my mom ever asked. You can't just screw quiet? If if my mom, if I was ever discussing the sleeping arrangements, and my mom's like. You guys gonna fuck? We guys gonna just, we worry that we're gonna hear you screw? I'd be like, all right, we're leaving. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna go get a hotel. What are you, fucking insane? Uh, So eventually, Sarah Jessica Parker gets moved up to Amy's room. Yeah, she just takes Amy's room. And she's so sweet. She goes, oh, I hope I'm not putting anyone out. And Rachel McAdams me. goes, me. You're putting <laughs> me out. Durr. Rachel McAdams is such a bitch in this movie. She's it's great. so fucking great. Um, and Sarah, and I don't think she's being a bitch. I think she's like fucking. Yeah, you go fucking sleep suck. in the bed with the guy you came here you with. Dork, you're a fucking nerd. Uh, I'm not a huge Sarah Jessica Parker fan. I think she's great. I think she's fine in this movie. Um. This is one of the ones that, like, I liked her the most. I, I just usually, I don't know, there's something about it that I just don't like. Yeah. Um. Well, you're free. This is America, and you're free to be wrong. <sighs> yep, and I will be emailing Sarah Jessica Parker this episode directly to let her know. Uh, she gets a phone call from her sister, and then she makes them leave the room. 
She just Sarah Jessica Parker just her character Meredith has no tact, no social no, grace. Very, uh, she's very abrupt. She's just like uh, a phone call came. So could you guys get the fuck out of this room? That she is a cyborg, baby. Um, and then she tells her sister on the phone uh, very deftly that she's uh, deduced this very quickly that they all hate me. Her sister, uh, friend of the pod, the great Claire Danes. Claire Danes. She'll be showing up in a little while. In a bit. Not enough Claire Danes in this film, I say. God damn Not it. Not enough Claire Danes in the world, I think. Um, no, I would go with that. I, yeah, I guess maybe she does stuff. I would agree with that. Oh, you agree with me? Yeah, I not enough. You're trying to start a fight. No, 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 no. I love Claire Danes. Uh, Luke Wilson shows up. He plays Ben. And... Uh, and uh, Amy uh, immediately tries to turn him on Meredith, and uh, Sybil tells him that he can't smoke pot in the house. He's like, "Come on!" And he's like, ah, "I'm gonna do it anyway." Come on! Um, I like to do a doobie. He's the only stone that is anything approaching pleasant to Meredith, other than the dad a little bit. Uh, but the dad has his moments later on. Um, well, when he tries within reasons, he yeah. tries within reason. But Ben's just like, ah, hey, you seem like a cool uh, chick. All right. Um, and then Meredith starts telling the story of how her and Dermot Mulroney uh, met. And the story is so long and boring. And I liked the idea of this scene where it keeps cutting. It keeps cutting. They're in the car and she's telling the story and then it picks up in the pizza place and then it picks up in the living room. Yeah. Um, except like, it's like a clean cut, like, it's like they were driving in the car and they were like, uh, hold that thought. Don't say another word until we're inside the pizza place. And then, uh, okay. Pick up exactly where you were. Uh, oh, oh pizza's ready. We're going to go back to the house. Don't, don't, don't say anything. Spoil don't spoil it. Uh-uh. No, not until we're all sitting around, but I don't want you to jump ahead in time or anything like that. It was just, it was, it was a little weird, but it was effective in telling this boring ass story of these two people who should not be together yeah just break up already uh everett wants to talk to sybil his mom about something and she goes uh no now is not the time not now everett uh because she knows she knows what he wants she knows uh he wants the ring she knows yeah um this scene was great they play charades and uh they're all playing charades and it's it's fun everybody loves charades right Hey, I'm I'm a pretty good guesser of charades. Do one right now. Uh, That's offensive. Stop doing that. Right. No, that I'm not doing anything. For the record, I'm not doing anything. I did not do anything. That's gross. Built, built. Put it away. That was true. Amy makes Meredith play. Amy hates Meredith. She gives her the worst clue of all time. Uh, she looks at uh, Meredith. Looks at the clue. The uh, the answer eventually is revealed to be the bride wore black. Yeah. But Amy fucking oh, calculate what brilliance. Oh, and the pointing, right? She makes it seem like she's pointing at Patrick, the the, the black husband. Uh, and she calls her racist and like, why why are you pointing at him? Yeah. And it's then aggressive. And I, I feel like everybody was just like, I don't think she was pointing. What the fuck, Amy? Yeah, they they haven't. Turned it's on just Mar- Amy being Amy. They're trying. I don't know. They all know what she is. Yeah, Amy's a little uh, Amy's stinker. Amy's a bitch. She's a stinker. We've all lived through it. She is a... S- I mean, she's a bitch, but she's a bitch. Right. Um, 
So Meredith runs out of the room. Everett runs after her. Uh, he, uh, she accuses uh, her boyfriend of turning on her because her family doesn't like her. Because he has gotten colder and colder to her the longer they've been hanging out in her family, his family's home. Yeah. Because um, Everett's kind of an asshole, too. Everett is an asshole. Um, she sucks. Meredith genuinely sucks. No argument here. She uh, uh, she is she's a wet blanket. She seems like yeah, you know, and uh, she just doesn't know, has no grace, no tact. Yeah, and uh, they're right not to like her. I mean, I don't know if they're right not to like her, but she's not like done anything. But I don't think they're wrong not to like her. She's not done anything to like ingratiate herself to them at all. Yeah, but some people are just like that. It takes a while to. You know, like you. You can't even look me in the eye. No. With this awkward thing going on. Well, your eyes are gross, but... Um, my eyes are probably my best feature, and you know and that. And that ain't great. So what does no, that say not. about the rest of the you, rest fucking Jabba like the Hutt? bag of smashed assholes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but my eyes are back all up, right. Back up, 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 back up. The rest of you is what? A bag of smashed assholes. Okay. Where did you get a bag of assholes that were smashed? What would that even look like? Like, you don't know, bro. I don't want to think about that. Yeah, well. The, but it is an accurate representation. That's why you, I. It yeah. is an accurate representation, you're saying? Yeah, I thought I thought your body was just covered with, like, uh, like suckers, like an octopus. It yeah, turns out you're this, covered in smashed source. assholes. This was. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Good bit. Uh, I thought it was a good bit. It was good. You know, when you say good bit, it makes the people think that maybe you didn't think it was a good bit, but my octopus uh, open sore bit about your legs was a good bit. Like, have you ever even seen tentacles? You moron. Watch 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, you dick. Go to a fucking aquarium for once, you dickhead. Oh, scary at the aquarium. We should do a live pod from the aquarium. I think we would get kicked out very quickly. Uh, In the heart of the sea from... A New England aquarium. There's got to be a movie that they shot at the aquarium, right? That they shot there? Yeah. There's not a scene in The Departed where they're at the fucking aquarium or something. Oh, that might be, right? I don't know. Uh, Sybil and uh, her husband, uh, Kelly, Craig T. Nelson, the great Craig T. Nelson. Great Craig T. Nelson. uh, They're talking about Meredith and why they don't like her. Um, And then the next morning, Sybil is trying to be better. She's trying to... eh, and somehow Amy's ex-boyfriend, uh, Brad Stevenson, gets brought up. And he's still in town, and he loves uh, he loves Amy, and he popped her cherry. Yeah, who's, that's a quote. Brad's, that's from I, her mother. Yeah. Diane Keaton says popped her cherry, I don't know, too many times in this movie. That's pretty funny. Um, and then she leaves, and then Amy is so shitty to Meredith again. And Meredith finally calls her on it. She goes, I don't care if you don't like me and then amy goes yeah yeah you do do." um so meredith fucking just goes fuck this and she's gonna go stay at the inn and also she called her sister julie to come stay with her which is like if it's so bad just go back to new york what the fuck are you doing why ruin your sister's christmas yeah yeah these people you don't like these people what what the fuck are you doing like did she not have any plans for christmas yeah you're just gonna oh Hey, could you drop everything and just come hang out with me because I'm a neurotic mess at this fucking family that hates me? And her sister, hey, God bless her soul, great sister, goes, all right. All right, I got nothing else going on except for everything else. I'll get on a bus, I guess. All right, I'll just disappoint 
people like there's got to be some are they orphans you know we don't really know anything uh do their parents not want them home for christmas oh that's sad that is sad we happen on an orphan tear too so it would fit into what we do but we have no evidence in the film or the screenplay that suggests that well show me their parents <sighs> you said it uh everett confronts the family and Dermot Mulroney, this is the one time that uh, he really stinks it up. Uh, I think he's a good actor. He's uh, He's got a supporting role on The Righteous Gemstones right now. I think he's pretty... Is that the HBO one? Yeah. He's, he, he's, he's a very good, like, when he's fucking, like, quiet and, like, seething and emotionless and, like, everything is internal. But as soon as he has to, like, emote, it kind of falls apart. And in the scene where he goes in and he fucking... Th- it's like he's threatening his family, like, you're going to fucking be nice to him. I'm going to fucking kill you. It's a little much. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's the one uh, thing that I, I had uh, uh, kind of a problem with that. Uh, so Meredith is on the car, and then... Uh, this was fucking crazy that this is in the movie. Uh, Luke Wilson goes out to uh, give her a cup of coffee, and then he basically, uh, what do you think, just fucking off in front pull of her? off fucking sexual harassment yeah, at the it's very really least. really weird. He's got his fucking boner and the fucking bulge in his sweatpants. Kinda... She rolls the window down and thanks him for the cup of coffee, and then he just starts like fucking just rubbing his crotch right in her face. It's weird. And... Uh, like, not in her, like... No, but just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's not oh, actually rubbing a... his crotch on her face, but he's doing this, like... He's doing his morning gyration. Yeah, he's thing. getting the rust off his yeah. spine, but also just kind of, like, air thrusting her. Um, And then she... Does your spine rust? Yeah, I mean, no, I don't think you ever... It's not real. It's metaphorical rust. All right. Uh, I'm sure there's wearing. It's like, is that oxidation? Is that what osteoporosis is about? Yeah, that's it. You're right. I mean, I don't know if I'm right. Um, These are questions I'm asking. I'm looking for an answer, and you seem. You know, I'm in here. I'm in the prime physical condition of my life, so I'm definitely a guy to know. Um. What you should be doing is a lot of yoga. You should be stretching the spine. You should be getting up. You should be thanking the sun for life getting and the up, energy. Getting back down. Um, yeah, make sure you stand once an hour. <laughs> Lay prone for most of the time. Try to shit twice a day. Sleep on your left side. Roll over to your right side. Yep. Beat off. Go yeah. back to sleep. Um, you know, wear shoes. Uh, Craig T. Nelson. shoes, huh? That's something I wouldn't think would be. Yeah, no, you should do it. I think you really should. I mean, should. I'm doing it now. Yeah, well, now it's fucking stupid to do it, but match your socks, wear shoes. Uh, Kelly, uh, Craig T. Nelson reads the Family of the Riot Act, and he's like, "Look, we don't like her, but we love our son. We love him. So just fucking." And a couple of them are like, "I'm not sure we love him." Try to behave like people, which is. Fair. The Stones are not doing anything right. There, no. she's keeps ma- messing up, but they're also being fucking assholes from yeah, jump. They're not being good, and not one of them has like an ounce of regret or like no. At no point do any of the eighteen siblings go. Other than Luke Wilson, nobody goes. Should we just should we try being nice? 
nice? Nah. Should, should we be nice to her? Should we Do you just, think that'd work? What if we were just like nice? Nice. <laughs> um. She. Uh, uh. Oh, this this scene was uh, rough stuff. Everett goes to talk to Sybil and uh, gives the whole backstory about how Sybil promised to give him her mother's wedding ring. And then uh, whenever he was ready to propose to someone, she was going to give him this ring. And he goes, let's fucking have that ring. And And she goes, fuck no. 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 Flat down, cold fucking refusal. On Christmas Eve, she does this. Yeah, this ain't happening. Uh, That was fucking, that was uh, great. That was a highlight of the film, I think. She's like, this bitch ain't the one. Diane Keaton is great in this movie. Diane Keaton is great in general. Um, Meredith, As she is her generation's Meryl Streep. I think. I mean, Bill, I don't I can't argue with that. Yeah, you said I mean, it. I think it checks out. Yep. Yeah, no, the, those Meryl Streep and Diane Keaton are definitely two women of two different generations. Both actresses, sure, or actors, if you Ooh. will. You don't want to be sexist. I Get- don't. Hey. Women's lib, baby. They uh, practice the craft of act. (laughs) Uh, They are great acts. Uh, Meredith decides, uh, with permission from no one, uh, not taking into consideration anyone's plans, to make some fucking weird-ass breakfast casserole that her, her family eats every year. And they just go like... Just need like 15 dozen eggs. She's like, do you have the supply? Do you have five loaves of artisanal sourdough and uh, I don't? Are these eggs free range? Yeah, these need to be free range. Uh, She makes these two big casserole dishes, which look very nice gesture. Um, But she's kind of taking a stand and saying, "Look, I'm gonna be making breakfast." And then I mean, she didn't bring these casserole dishes. These are just dishes. She's invading Sybil's kitchen. Sybil's gonna prepare a whole fucking meal. You're taking up fucking fridge space with your two fucking egg dishes and shit. Nobody wants to eat breakfast on Christmas morning also. No, oh, fuck that, dude. I, want we have a big presents. We want we fucking big, presents. We have a big breakfast every Christmas morning. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We sometimes used to forget to eat breakfast. It's the best. We, uh, we'll do it now. We'll make uh, some kind of crock pot. We probably make the same fucking thing this broad's making. Some kind of just egg. Some dish thing that you can just pop in the oven and you broad? fucking eat it. Yeah, Sarah Jekyll Parker, she's broad. Um, she's a lady. Sybil's an asshole to her again. I don't specifically remember how, but uh, I just have my notes. Sybil is an asshole to her again. Uh, it's about when she's making Christmas breakfast Christmas morning. Uh, Thad and Everett go ring shopping because Sybil will not give Everett the ring. So... He brings his uh, gay deaf brother, Thad, and Thad says, tells him not to do this. Like, nobody likes this lady. Yeah, you don't want to marry this one. Yikes, man. Um, so then Susanna goes, this is, this is a tough one. This is, uh, 
This is where the scene, this movie gets a little heavier. Uh, Susanna has uh, deduced because her mom is napping that uh, she must be sick again. And she goes up to lay down next to her. Uh, and she just knows that her mom's sick and it's not going to get better. And then Ben, uh, Luke Wilson, and uh, Kelly, Craig T. Nelson, they go down to the fucking bleachers with a plate of brownies. Uh, and they talk about Sybil's prognosis. Um, I didn't. I did not realize that they were high. Father and son. Is it weed brownies? I I I think that was the implication. But uh, they come back, and uh, Diane Keaton knows that they're both stoned. Um, and he hugs her for so long, and then immediately hits on Meredith. He just gives his mom a big like. I don't want you to die, hug. Yeah. Also, I'm going to go hit on my brother's girlfriend. It's, a, uh, I think, a very powerful scene uh, up until he hits on his brother's girlfriend. Yeah. No, no, no. Like the walking in and the hug and the... Yeah, I uh, know. It takes the... it uh, A little levity. Yeah. A little levity. goes a long way. Uh, Thad and Everett uh, go to pick up Julie... Uh, played by Claire Danes, and as she gets off the bus, she locks eyes with Everett. <laughs> they immediately fall in love, and she falls off the bus. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty fucking. They funny. make eye contact, and she's just like so fucking like whoop falls right on her fucking face. Um, that's some uh, levity, some some nice. comic comic misadventure. I mean, this is a comedy. This is not a drama in any fucking fashion. What are you talking about? There's, this? there's serious moments, but like on a whole, this is a comedy. This is a funny movie. I la- I genuinely think that this is a funny movie. Yeah, the, yeah. And then there's some heavy stuff, but I wouldn't call it a drama. It's a dramedy. Yeah, that word stinks. You stink. Once again, probably due to your pheromones or something. Uric acid. <laughs> City kidneys? I'm gonna let it, I'm gonna let it go. I'm gonna let it go. Family immediately loves Julie. Julie comes uh, home. They immediately Claire Danes. They walks, love her. Claire Danes <laughs> walks into the house and they're just like she could do no wrong. Julie! <laughs> Julie's here. Oh, Julie, we love you. We've never met you. We hate your sister. She sucks <laughs> shit, but you're fucking wonderful. Julie, what do you have? A soul? Oh my good. Unlike Look at you, a human being. <laughs> wow, you wear your hair down and everything. You are crazy. Hey, Julie, you're not a total bag of shit. It's fucking so insane. Uh, Julie, uh, Julie, uh, J- it must be something in the genes of the fucking Julian uh, Meredith's family, because as she's getting to know the family, she awkwardly asks Patrick and Thad if they are, uh, about the race of the baby that they hope to adopt. Is this when they're eating dinner? Yep, this is, yeah, this is when they're eating dinner. So they're all eating dinner that night, and, uh, Julie, uh, mentions, uh, asks, because uh, Thad and Patrick are going to adopt. So Julie goes, uh, have you thought about what race? And they're like, no, we just, whatever it is, we're going to love it. And it's going to be a baby and we're going to love it. Which is, that's a great, it's fine. I get, but it's weird that she asked. And she's like, she. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Oh, that was weird. And then fucking dumb 
this is where I'm 100% on the Family Stone side. Meredith starts talking about, are you worried about nature versus nurture? And they're yeah. like, what are you talking about? She's like, well, you know, are you worried? Because people don't know if, you know, it's how you're raised or if it's genetics of what makes you gay. Are you worried that the baby might be gay because you guys are gay? And they're like, the fuck are you talking about? And then um, she's like, no, I'm not I'm not saying it right. And she, whatever she says, she just keeps saying it worse. Yeah. If she just didn't talk at all. If she did what Julie did and acknowledged like, the mistake. I, yeah, she doesn't uh, have that switch. She keeps doubling she and doesn't tripling have that and quadrupling yeah. down on this. like Until the point where Craig T. Nelson fucking snaps. Slams the table. And he just goes, enough, enough. Sybil fucking loses her shit. Kelly loses her shit. And again, understandably, 100% Meredith is in the wrong. This is one you can't defend. Earlier in the movie, you guys were being kind of fucking douchey to her. (laughs) Now, she's asking for this. She keeps putting her foot in her mouth, and she's fucking being super shitty about it. Um, And uh, Thad takes it hard, I guess. Because he's like almost near tears. He's just like fucking pouting. And and then Diane Keaton's like, hey, you, deaf boy, look at me. I love you. And he's like, nah, okay, mom. And then that's it. It's just fucking weird. But I would have just been like, if I were those two guys, I'm like, hey, you fucking crazy bitch. You're not going to, what are you fucking talking about, you lunatic? Get out of my house. I, nobody could get their feelings hurt from this fucking lady. It's impossible. Do you think it's impossible? I think it would be impossible for you to have your feelings hurt by Meredith. I think she's so insane and insensitive that uh, there's no chance. He slams his hand on the table. He says, hey, no. Yeah. And then she we gets love up. love our kids. She gets up and leaves. Everett doesn't. He stays. Uh, she goes to get in the car, but because she's a fucking moron also, she crashes oh, the man. car repeatedly. into everything. Fucking repeatedly. They keep hearing this car crash, and they keep looking around like she's going to come flying through the fucking dining room window with the fucking Oldsmobile. Uh, and then uh, Ben, Luke Wilson, volunteers to go out and get her. And then uh, they just fucking leave. And then Everett and uh, Julie... Uh, Meredith's sister. They go walking around town looking for them. Uh, but what they're really looking for is each other's goddamn eyes. Yeah. I, not really doing a great job searching. You're just kind of getting to know each other and falling in love. Yeah, it's weird that uh, he spends Christmas on Eve. a romantic walk with Christmas his, Eve with his fiance's uh, sister. sister while they're supposed to be looking for her because she's all upset and emotional. Let's find out what makes you tick. Um... Yeah, it's the fucking behavior of everybody in this film is wild. Um, yeah, Julie had just been sitting reading a book with the granddaughter, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll come look for this." Uh, she's not at the inn. Uh, she's at a bar listening to uh, "Fooled Around and Fell in Love" with Ben. Fooled around and fell in love. love. Fooled around and fell in love. love. A little AM gold. Pretty good. I think we nailed it. Pretty good. 
Uh, they're drinking. They're talking. Um, ben suggests that Meredith uh, should try. Uh, she's trying too hard, and all she needs to do is uh, just like Fr- uh, just like Frankie said, relax. Don't do it. When Don't you talk go about to nature versus nurture when you're at the dinner table. Yeah, just stop saying dumb shit. Um, Julian Everett, they're walking around downtown. Uh, we're an hour into this movie, and it's so obvious, so, like glaringly obvious, what's going to happen is that Sarah Jessica Parker is going to end up with Luke Wilson. Dermot Mulroney is going to end up with uh, Claire Danes. But we got another 45 minutes to go. So there's still so much time. So much fucking time. How are they going to fill it? Jesus. Dude, what the fuck? That's going to get cut, too. That was disgusting. That is not going to get cut. And it sounded... And it smells horrendous. Like... That was, that a was Yeti? Satan fucking screaming out of my fucking stomach. Um, They're in the bar still. Uh, Meredith is fucking grinding the jukebox. She's hammered. Hammered. Uh, when two uh, EMTs come walking in. And then uh, Ben knows them, and one of them is Brad Stevenson, Amy's ex, and she invites Brad Stevenson to breakfast. Brad Stevenson? Brad Stevenson? Aren't you the one that popped Amy's cherry? Yikes. These people, the way they talk to each other. This uh, Brad Stevenson played, of course, by Paul Schneider, uh, who you guys would know as... uh, as uh, Mark Brandanovich from the Brandanovich Parks and Rec from the, the shitty season of Parks and Rec, he was the guy that once he left, the, he was the impetus for that show becoming a stone cold classic. Because he was just like, I don't want to be on this fucking show, and he left, and then they brought in Adam Scott and Rob Lowe, and the show became a miracle. Yeah, uh, she starts buying rounds for the whole bar, and then she drunkenly dances with Brad. And then she tells Ben she wants some pot. I want to smoke pot. Because she's just fucking loosening up around this little hippie. Potty girl. Uh, Julie and Everett, they fall in love so fucking hard, but they can't do anything about it because of... Uh, because of taboo. You know, morals. Because of, you know, taboos and societal restrictions. And because it. you're engaged or you're going to uh, propose to uh, my fucking sister. Yeah, but haven't proposed, you know. Um, Craig T. Nelson goes to the end to apologize. Uh, Sybil apologizes to Everett because nobody comes home. Sybil apologizes to Everett, but it's a little too little too late. Um, And then Ben and Meredith. Which it shouldn't be. It's your mother. Yeah, stop being a dick, Accept dude. her apology. She she knows what's best. Yeah, your fucking girlfriend's being a fucking asshole. Look, I know we're not being great, but she's also fucking shitty, dude. Uh, Meredith. Uh, oh, Ben earlier told Meredith that he had had a dream about her. Uh, and you heard the, the... She makes him tell him about the dream. Uh, and you heard about it up top. It don't make a lick of sense. It don't. Yeah, weird-ass dream. Uh, she was shoveling snow, and he was the snow. And uh, Susanna, uh, the pregnant uh, sister, she watches Meet Me in St. Louis. I uh, don't know why. Uh, Sybil and Kelly are up in uh, bed. Uh, they're talking about... That's Ju- Judy Gallen, right? Me- yes. Meet Me in St. Yep. Louis. Uh, and it's specifically, it's the scene where she sings uh, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. 
And Sybil and is Kelly. Is it a Christmas movie or do they just cover Christmas in it? Uh, I think it is a Christmas movie. Um, at the very least, it's that's where that song is from. Have, you Have yourself a merry little, little Christmas. Christmas. Diane Keaton's going to reveal she's a breast cancer survivor right now. Right. Settle down. Let's not be festive. It's serious water. Where um. Yeah, no, uh, she's up in the bed. Her and uh, she, Kelly have a very serious conversation mm-hmm. about how all she wants is for her kids to be happy. That's it. And for her to for her to ever to find the right person. And she's uh, sad that she's not going to be there for it. Um, and then uh, uh, we see Thad and Patrick are walking through the, the uh, park. We're cutting all these things together. Um, I think... Diane Keaton and Craig T. Nelson go to Bone Town. They go to Bone Town. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just she I shows don't... she has the mastectomy scar. Yeah. And then uh, they just uh, they cut away, but uh... not the version I watched did not cut away. <laughs> <laughs> it actually had a very tasteful seventeen minute. Yeah. They showed uh, Craig T. Nelson's family stones. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> just his nut slam. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Well, it's that kind of show. Uh, <laughs> uh, nobody wants the people there with Ben and Meredith. Uh, it's a real bugaboo situation. I thought they fell asleep in his car, but nope. Uh, they wake up in his room, and uh, she does. She fucking blacked out. I guess I don't know, but she does not know where she is, and then she freaks out, and then. He's, Which I mean, I get. Ben's in the shower. You hear the shower running, and then fucking Craig T. Nelson comes in to talk to Ben like, and eh. catches her in his bed, and he's just like, "Oh boy, oh boy." Sybil gives Everett the ring. Uh, like he just she just goes like, "Here's the ring." Here's the ring, asshole. I'm being a dick. I want you to be happy. Here you go, you bag of and shit. He starts a fight, and then she tells him, "I'm sick, honey, and you can't." Fix it even by getting married. You can't fix it. Uh, and then he fucking breaks down. It's sad. Um, it's a lot to deal with. Yeah, it's a fucking emotional moment. Um, ben gets out of the shower. Meredith fucking slaps him right in the fucking face. Right in the face. It's Christmas morning. She just goes, I just fucking made the biggest mistake of my life. Slaps I've made a him. huge mistake. Everett's down in the kitchen, and he shows Julie his grandmother's wedding ring that he was just given. Yeah, and then like a he fucking puts it on her? psycho. You've known this girl for less than twelve hours, and you're already making her try on the wedding, the engagement ring you're gonna give to her sister. Her sister, Everett, dude. If these in a that's not a red flag for a fucking Julie. I don't know what is. Yeah, that's bad. Uh she put. She goes. I don't want this ring on. Please do not put this ring on. He's like, Dad, put it on. Put it on. Then it gets stuck on She's her finger. Like, my my ring fingers are bigger than her. Not this ain't gonna work. Don't get stuck right on her finger. We all know it. Uh, Kelly. We all know it. Craig T. Nelson John, grabs. John, can you stop for one second? What? We know it, right? Knew what? We all knew it was gonna get stuck. I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I mean, you you did the math. You did the finger math, right? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Okay. What? Sarah Jessica Parker. 
Yeah. Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> Look, this is no, that's not even the ring that it, he bought for Sarah Jessica Parker. This is just their fucking grandma's uh, yeah, it's ring. Just grandma. Yeah, we don't even know what this her isn't size to anybody. Then. Well, it's probably size to grandma. I think really Claire Danes' objections is I don't want you putting an engagement ring on my finger, yeah, guy that, that I sense. only kind of know. Through my, my sister, sister who, who you fuck. Whoa. Sorry, it's a quote from the film. I uh the ring gets stuck on Meredith's finger. Uh Kelly, uh Craig T. Nelson grabs uh fucking Luke by the throat. By the throat. Drags him out of the room. Julie and Meredith go in the bathroom. Uh Meredith won't tell Julie where she was, but Julie figures it out because uh I don't I don't just fucking sisters know. Um and uh, the rest of the family all want to open presents. They're like, when are we going to open these fucking presents? We got Christmas in to do here. And then son of a bitch, Brad Stevenson shows up <laughs> at Meredith's invitation. Um, And then Meredith, this is so fucking funny. This is the most, this is the best fucking indication of the character of Meredith, uh, whatever her last name is. Uh, the The ring is stuck on Claire Dane's finger, not coming off. She goes, she goes, this is the fucking engagement ring he was going to give you. And then she goes, can I see the ring one more time? And then Claire Danes holds it up and she goes, that's it? Like, such a fucking cunt. Yeah. Whoa, She's whoa. So, no. Not, that's not how Bill, we do things around that's here. shitty. That's not how we do things around Somebody's going to give Sean. you an engagement ring. You don't go. Listen. That's that's all you. That's listen, three months salary. I just want to say. That's three months salary. Seriously. Well, I just want to say, Lorne Michaels, if you listen. I'm... Fuck him. I don't want to be on your stupid show anyway. <laughs> you uh, could host. You could host. I could host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, uh, a, do a quick... Uh... We got an update, but right now. there No, I'm going to finish doing this fucking movie because right. we've got 15 minutes left, but a lot happens. A lot does happen. It's uh, busy. Everybody is mad at everybody while they're opening presidents. And then Meredith decides that she's going to pass out the gifts that she got for everybody in the family. And they do not want her gift. But they don't want it. She So she hands out these perfectly wrapped presents. Very nicely wrapped. Everybody's is the same size. Uh, and they unwrap it, and it's a picture of Sybil. Sybil, when she was pregnant with Amy, and because everyone in the family knows that she is, uh, her cancer is back, and the prognosis is not good, they all super lose it. Yeah, it's actually very moving. It's like I was, very moving, it's but touching. Sarah Jessica Parker has no idea what's going on, no. and I think that's what makes it even more moving. And Sometimes. so she she literally she steps into this thing. She actually does the right thing. She does the perfect thing. She gets them all this beautiful, sentimental, thoughtful gift, even if it's accidental and she hits right at the wrong time. Then she turns to Everett and she goes, I'm not going to marry you. And then this fucking jackass goes, I wasn't going to ask you to marry me. Yeah. And it's just like, buh, 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 buh. what? Uh, so she goes on this fucking, she starts to spiral about how they were so fucking mean to her and that they all hate her because she came and she ruined Christmas. And then she blurts out that she slept with his brother in front of the granddaughter. 
in front of Brad Stevenson. In front of everybody. In front of everybody. And they're all like, what the fuck? And then Ben's just like, uh, Whoa, no, we, we did not sleep together. And then she goes, uh, oh, this, this was so funny. This was genuinely, Everett goes, she goes, and I slept with your brother. And Everett goes, with who? And then Craig T. Nelson goes, with whom? It was fucking, it made me chuckle so hard. You like to correct people's grammar. I love grammar jokes. You're a big uh... Uh, Ben explains that they didn't sleep together. Grammar, uh, I Mer- forget the term. Aficionado. Nazi? Grammar. No, I don't like to. No, no, no. My fanaticism towards grammar uh, rivals that of the Third Reich. You're a big grammar Republican. <laughs> yep. Uh, ben explains, would you please stop touching me? Ben explains that they didn't sleep together. And then Meredith goes, yeah, isn't there gentleman. anybody that loves me? Which is like the saddest thing it's, I have ever heard. Well, there's sadder things that have been said. Uh, Julie does not. You know, I have seconds old porridge, sir. That's pretty sad. It sure is, Bill. You mean the world beggars me, sir? I don't know what you just said. The goose in the butcher's window. But we're so close, bud. All right. Seven minutes left in this film All right. that you love, and then I'm going to let you make, stop touching me. I'm going to let you make the case that this is a Christmas clap. Fucking kill you. This podcast is over. Try doing it. Yeah, I would. I'll give you. I'll There's give no you try. The, it's do or do not. I baby. will give you the first stab. Master Yoda, give me a fucking knife. I I'll, will give you this knife. All right. And I will let you stab me once in the back. Sarah Jessica Parker runs to the kitchen. Ow! And she takes her whatever the fuck casseroles out of the fridge. And she goes, I'm putting these in the oven. Yeah. And as she does that, uh, Rachel McAdams and Diane Keaton, for the first time in this whole movie, they go to console her and be like, oh, Jesus, this sucks. Uh, We really have ruined this girl's life. As they come into the kitchen door, it's a swinging door. They bump her, and she fucking Boom. Eggs dumps everywhere. these fucking eggs all over her. This casserole is everywhere. Uh, it spills all over the place. She starts fucking crying. Ben and Everett start chasing each other around the house. Or uh, Everett starts Everett chasing starts Ben. Chasing Ben, yeah. Because he's going to fuck him up for sleeping with the girl that he doesn't even love. Um. And it's just fucking madness while the Nutcracker is fucking playing. It's just like, and they're just fucking, she's sliding in the eggs. Diane Keaton's falling in the eggs. Rachel McAdams falling it's in eggs. It's a slapstick moment. We're having fun. It's, it's a, a it's a It's a shot, a uh, lighthearted shot of levity in a otherwise deep morass of sorrow. I mean, kind of. I mean, everything in the last, like, this movie is a comedy. I'm pretty sure what I just said was spot on. I, I don't. I think you said it was a light. I think if you go back. You said it was a lighthearted shot of levity. As yeah. if there was another way to have a shot of levity. This was whoa, a whoa. dark seated whoa, shot excuse of me, levity. Grandma, excuse me, Grandma Nazi. All right. Why don't you go back to Stalag 13? Why don't you go back to Fuck Face Academy? <laughs> you dickhead jerk. I'm actually. Hoping to get back in there. Yeah, okay. well, probably not with your grades. I'm having some financial aid problems. Yeah. But the thing is, the thing is, if you do some off-campus activities. 
Well, how is that going to help with your fucking financial aid? You know, you can attend this school as long as all of your classes take place not on the property. <laughs> I can go to Harvard as long as I take all my classes at Massasoit. I can still say I go to Harvard. They're like, you can go to Harvard if you take everything at Quincy College. Yeah. <laughs> fucking jackass. Done. I got fucking page of notes left. God damn Read it. Read them, dude. I am reading them, you I'm piece of fun. shit. I'm Calm down. Are you? I'm enjoying myself. Are you? Oh, I think you're being a little harsh now. Oh, that's... There we go. Everett and Ben fucking fight, and they make their way under the table. Yeah, but it turns out to be a lame little fight. It's more a little slappy. It's just a little slappy. Ben's only worried about his sport coat, which I think is fucking It might have been a wet whistle. And then they knock the whole table with all of Christmas dinner on it. Just knock it over. Not cool. Uh, Julie fucking fucking skips town. She's out. She does not want any part of this bullshit. Yeah, fuck that noise. And you know what? She is right. Yeah. She is correct to run. She can go back to her life that she uprooted. She just left. It's the first rational action that anybody in this movie has taken. She just goes like, this sucks. I'm going home. She gives the ring to the the granddaughter, and she just fucking bails. Uh, Amy reconciles with Brad Stevenson in his ambulance. Uh, he gave her yeah, a, she does, and uh, he brought her a present, and it was a snow globe inside of the box of a clock radio. Not a great present. Kind of obvious why maybe you guys broke up in the first place, but pretty good present, I think. A snow globe. Yeah, chicks dig this dude, mementos. Please. She, it has, has this girl has shown any signs of sentimentality the entire yeah, film? You could probably get her one of those neon flowers in the plastic thing. The uh, fiber optic that you buy at the mall. She's going to get him like a fucking blacklight fucking it velvet poster? It, yeah, something nice like that. This Keep is going. Christmas tree shop bullshit that he bought her. This is a classic. This, this movie is not a classic. You're not a classic. All right, just fucking focus, Bill. Bill. I'm focused. Focus. I'm here. Uh, Meredith is walking around this house still covered in eggs. She hasn't changed her clothes or showered. I mean, once you get eggs on you, it's hard to get them off. Yeah, but you know what? Go up to your room and fucking change your clothes. You need to take a shower, I guess. Would help. She's wearing fucking... An, she's got an egg wash... All over. And Ben tells her to go and says, you kind of smell like puke. Can you go change your clothes? And then she does. And then she just fucking climbs into bed with Ben. Yeah. And I don't know if they. Uh, go to Pound Town. I don't. Do they? Yeah. Why wouldn't they? I don't. Fuck. I don't know. It's Christmas, right? Her entire life's falling apart. Everybody hates the two of them more than they hate anybody else. Uh, Everett runs after Julia. Julie. Julie. Uh, and then Kelly and Thad pick them up and they drive. And then they find her at the bus station. Uh, but, uh-oh, just as uh, Everett runs up to catch her, the bus shows up. There's the bus. And he wants her to stay. And she's like, yeah, it's too much. And he's like, and yeah, it fucking is too much. There's never been uh, something that's been described as too much more accurately than the scenario that he has put this girl in. And she's like, I don't know. I'm leaving. And then she gets on the bus. And he's like, please stay, please stay. And Come then they, on, maybe we could hook up. Then we cut to a long shot. We see the bus pull out and just Everett's left at the bus stop. She fucking bailed. Uh, and then the bus pulls out of the little turnaround, drives down the street. But screech, screech. 
put the brakes on. Yeah, it shouldn't. Uh, he comes fucking flying. Whoo, run, 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 run. And then she gets off the bus, uh, and she goes, "Hi, I just, I just, I just wanted to see what are you doing for New Year's." And they're standing right in front of the bus. This fucking bus driver. Like, I am on a schedule. It's Christmas fucking day. You don't think I want to be with my family? (laughs) I got to drive you fucking morons around town? Get out of the fucking way. Uh, On or off. Catch. There'll be another bus in in an hour. We're on a holiday schedule. Yeah. So we're not running every 20 minutes. Yeah. No, you're not getting picked up. It's now or never, lady. Let's go, Toots. Listen, I got to be in, uh, you know, uh, with I, another made-up town in Connecticut. I haven't I gotta seen, be in Hamden. I haven't seen my kids in three years, okay? This is a tough day for me. I got to be in New Haven in 17 minutes. Get the fuck on the bus. Or I'm going to get fired on Christmas, and they'll kill my daughter. They're going to kill my daughter. Uh, they hug in front of the bus forever. That was a little dramatic addition. Uh, Susanna's husband shows up. Uh, Sybil's looking out the window. She's all happy because it's snowing. Who is who doesn't get happy by snow sometimes on Christmas? Snow on Christmas is lovely. Yeah, sure. Ben and Meredith are up cuddling. Everett walks home alone, but he's happy. And then uh, we just cut to a year later. It's just it cuts just a year later. We fade out on uh, uh, Sybil and and Patrick. Uh, Thad's husband are just arm in arm like. <laughs> Shoulder to shoulder in the kitchen, looking at the snow at the window. We cut to a year later. All right, so uh, car pulls up. It's Thad Patrick. Uh oh, they got a baby. So we know it's a baby, little baby boy. Yeah, there's no announcement that there's been a, a time change or a time jump or anything, but they got a baby. They head into the house. Suzanne is there. She's got her well, it's baby. Christmas, right? It is Christmas again. A year ago, she was pregnant. This year, she's got a little baby with her. And it's just like, hey, oh, baby. now there's three grandkids. Craig T. Nelson's like, ah, oh, look at all these babies. Let's go look at the tree. These we go to the babies. tree. Get this. Ben and Meredith, they're helping putting up the tree. What? And then get this. Amy and Brad Stevenson, they're also helping putting up the tree. What? Whoa. And then get this. Everett and Julie show up. That's crazy. And they're helping putting the tree up. And they're all looking at the tree. That's and then. Much. They all go like, God, let's go to the kitchen and get some food. And uh, Amy's looking at the tree and she looks over at Brad and uh, he's like, something wrong. She's like, no, everything's perfect. Let's go. And then we uh, we just uh, close in on uh, the frame picture that Meredith gave them for Christmas last year. And uh, oh, yeah, Sybil's dead. Happy holidays. Yeah. Merry Christmas. The matriarch has passed away. Dude, at like that point, I, I said, Jesus like, fucking Sybil? Christ. Did Sybil, Sybil die? Yikes, man. Yeah, Sybil died. Yeah, oh yeah, she gone. Yeah. Or Craig T. Nelson and Diane Keaton got a divorce in the year between or Christmases maybe, and he kept the house. Or maybe it's just That's what we hope. Maybe it's an insurance thing. Maybe they're doing the old reach around to the insurance company. Um... That was a that was a big uh well maybe not. That that was a hit. That was a boom, right in the last yeah. 10 seconds of the movie. Oh, by the way. Yeah. She dead. Oh, th- thanks Family Stone. I guess I'm going to go going out into the leaving the multiplex right now. Well, I mean, some they did. Christmas jingles. 
you know, they did build up to it the last 45 minutes. They did, sure. But this isn't the... This... Like, they kind of let you know it was happening. She wasn't getting better with stage. She was stage four. Yeah. So, I... I wonder if the movie needed that part. Uh, I don't think it detracts from it. I just think it's like, this isn't like, this doesn't hit me. This is not a super like heavy, serious movie. It's kind of like a light romantic Christmas comedy. And then like, there's this like, some things that get injected, some of them are for, like, the comedy of, like, just, like, the the different, uh, like, Sarah Jessica Parker is, like, a conservative moron. And then yeah. she comes in and she's talking out of her ass and putting her foot in her mouth and all that stuff. And it's like, all right, then it's getting tense and stuff like that. Uh, the cancer stuff is, like, super serious. It's handled very well and deftly, and it's not manipulative at all. But uh, I don't know. You couldn't. You couldn't, there's not a draft of this script where she lives to see the next Christmas. That's going to make everybody feel yeah. better. Yeah, Sean, if we could all just rewrite the script and make people live longer just to see Christmas, what a wonderful world we'd live in. You I'm, know what I'm, I'm talking specifically about the film. Yeah, but I'm saying... Oh, yeah, in life, know. sure. No one should die. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> should be alive. Your parents. Oh, thank you. Osama bin Laden. Everybody should still be alive. No one should die. <laughs> Just are you? Uh, I, wait a minute. Are you saying that Osama bin Laden is one of my parents? New or segment th- alert. New segment alert. Oh, new we segment got a new alert. Segment? New segment alert. Osama bin Laden is my parents. <laughs> yep. Where were your parents uh, to the bombing of the USS Cole? Oh shit! I have no proof. Okay. But I think they were both dead already. Uh, a thing we do, and we've been doing it on the podcast uh, probably the last. Uh, uh, I don't know, tw- 27 episodes, is uh, the amount of research that me and Bill do in these films. It's exhausting. I will go to the Wikipedia page, and Bill will go to the IMDb trivia page, and then sometimes I'll also remember to go to the I IMDb I also go to the quotes page. It's not just the trivia page. You, know, you usually go to the quotes page seconds before we record, yeah. and you go, what am I going to fucking say? Uh, yeah. And I go, Bill, couldn't you just, when you watch the movie, can't you just like... I could have. All right, you, you got me. Anyway, we both love the IMDb trivia page. It is full of great trivia. It is full of... Some of the stupidest fucking trivia Some I've really ever seen. Some really bad trivia. Uh, uh, it's all user submitted, so you have to have an account from IMDb. You can submit the trivia. Uh, I want to go on record as saying this: that two actors in one movie appeared in a different movie together is not trivia. <laughs> that does does not count as trivia. No, it does not. Nope. Uh, that an actor was in another movie the same year, not trivia. Uh, so I want to uh, propose that each week we read uh, some of our favorite things from the IMDb trivia page. I have right. three this week. I think you're going to love them all. Well, I think I think we're going to sync up with one of them. Uh, we're going to save the best one for last. I think I already know what it is. Uh, this first one, uh, Luke Wilson, during the filming of this uh, movie, he chipped a tooth. And uh, he asked Diane Keaton for a dentist recommendation. I don't know why. He went to Diane Keaton. Maybe she lives in Connecticut. I don't know anything about her personal life. That's really. actually, you used to, before Google, 
You'd have to go to Diane Keaton <laughs> for everything. <laughs> yeah. Diane Keaton, what was Tom Petty's third album called? Dim. <laughs> Shit. Dan the Torpedoes. Is that no, the third one? That Diane Keaton. One. Do, is that the third one? God damn it. Diane uh, Keaton. So, uh, so she gave him a recommendation, but uh, hey, Diane Keaton, Diane Keaton's play Tom Petty's latest album. A little bit of a little bit of a prankster. I'm actually I'm thinking about renaming Siri to Diane Keaton. Do you think you can do that? Uh, let's find out. Hey, Diane Keaton, I would genuinely. <laughs> All right, keep save that note because I'm not leaving your house tonight <laughs> until I turn my Siri into Diane Keaton. Uh, Luke Wilson chipped a tooth. He asked Diane Keaton for Di- Diane Keaton a little bit of a little bit of a prankster, a little bit of a joker. She gave him uh, the number for a psychologist. Whoa, Diane! Instead, Diane, what the h? Hey, whoa! Watch what out the h. Uh, second piece of trivia that I enjoyed: Billy Crudup and Johnny Knoxville were expected to play Everett and Ben before dropping out of the film. That would have been a, an interesting. Uh, uh, it direction. would have been. I wonder. Billy Crudup and Claire Danes, I believe, were married. Oh, were they? Um. Uh, no, maybe I'm thinking of Mary Louise Parker. I'm just looking up Billy Crudup's personal life. <laughs> I'm just. What's the four one one on Billy Crudup? Oh, Billy Crudup was married from nineteen ninety six to November two thousand and three. He dated actress Mary Louise Parker. Uh, they have a son together. Um, oh, out of wedlock. And then he left Mary Louise Parker for Claire Danes when he was thirty five. She was twenty four. Uh, and the two broke up after dating for four years. So maybe he dropped out of this movie because uh, the fucking optics weren't great about him doing a movie with his new girlfriend after he just left. Love Mary, Mary, Mary Louise yeah, Parker. Mary Louise Parker is, I would sell uh, you. I'd sell you to just to be friends with Mary Louise Parker. She seems like a great lady. I mean, she's my aunt, so I could actually introduce you if you... Wanted to be best friends. Yeah, I love Mary Louise Parker. All right, let me just get her on the horn. Uh, Johnny Knoxville, weird. Bring. <laughs> Did you just laugh at your phone noise? What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm sorry I didn't go with that improv scene, but this Harold is over. Uh, sorry, Johnny Knoxville. Do you think <laughs> Billy Crudup or Dermot Mulroney? Ah, uh, Crudup. Uh, I'm going to go Dermot Mulroney. Billy Crudup's kind of a... Yeah, I, I don't... Yeah. Johnny Knoxville or Luke Wilson? Uh, There's no chance Johnny Knoxville does as good a job as Luke Wilson. No, I don't think so, but I like Johnny Knoxville. Sure. But I think Luke Wilson is great in this. <laughs> Much different movie. When Craig T. Yeah. Nelson takes Johnny Knoxville out of the kitchen, he throws him through his plate glass window... <laughs> Staples is nuts. My name's Johnny Knoxville, and this is Sleeping With Your Brother's Fiance. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good bet. Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is my mom told me not to smoke pot in the kitchen. I'm Johnny Knoxville, and this is the Family Stones. Uh, okay. Here is here's the absolute best user-submitted piece of trivia from the INDB page. At a certain point, Ben says to Meredith, uh, what do you say we get you out of these clothes? You smell a little like puke. 
when Meredith got the strata, the uh, strata, strata, all over her in the scene where it spilled, it had Parmesan cheese in it. Uh, Butyric acid is in Parmesan cheese and also in vomit, which is why Ben said she smelled like puke. That's pretty good trivia. That is definitely what the screenwriter had intended. That the acid that was in the breakfast casserole, uh, the Parmesan cheese, which was, by the way, not the main uh, part of the uh, casserole that she made, certainly not the smelliest part, would have been all the raw eggs that she was covered in. Yeah. it's Raw eggs are... uh delicious if you eat them right fast with your nose pinched closed i'm sorry what are you saying to me i forget uh also i'd like to say that in the final scene there sure uh, it it takes place one year later oh yeah and uh amy is wearing sybil's oversized ring so amy wound up with the ring little bit of uh rose on the titanic i believe yeah but you know what uh, they don't really uh go out of their way to show that. No. Uh, to the point where it's almost completely imperceptible. Yeah, that's why it's IMDb trivia. Fuck yeah, dude. That was that's the a, best. That's a good new bit that we got. The best of IMDb trivia. That is brought to you by IMDb trivia. Go to IMDb and type in balcony repeatedly for days. Yep, and you'll just just keep searching for balcony until somebody makes a movie called Balcony. Uh, what do we think, Bill? Is this a Boondock Saints, not a Boondock Saints, or a Boondock Saints 2? Not a Boondock Saints, I say. Yeah! It is an enjoyable movie. Like I, I said, it's it's one of Nicole's favorites. Uh, so when I said I had to watch it as homework for this, she was very excited to do uh, so. I, for sure, would have thought this was a Boondock Saints until I watched it. This is actually a pretty fun little movie. And I watched it right after Little Women. So yeah, it so did definitely I. felt like a fucking breath of fresh air. It did. Uh, do you own this on movie on uh, Blu-ray, DVD? On DVD, I think. Don't want to upgrade it, okay. I mean, we it's certainly favorite movie. Just, you know, don't fucking put it in the newest format. It's not our favorite movie, but it's one of them. Favorite movie? Probably be Walk the Line. Oh, the Johnny Cash yeah. Uh, film? Yeah. Or, no, A Star is Born. The new one? Yeah. That's her favorite movie? Yeah. Oh. Say something about her. Say something about your wife? Say something about my wife. I don't particularly I don't like her that much. She's mean to me. She's always hitting me. She calls me an idiot. Say something inaccurate about my wife. She says I don't have any talent. I'm wasting your time. I'm wasting my own time. I said inaccurate. She said, nobody likes you guys or your podcast, and you're both dickheads and you're jerks. She really calls it like she sees it. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder what she's, why she even bothers with me. Bill, do you want to live with... Do you want... Bill, I don't even think I can do anything anymore. Do you want me to be your new dad? Bill, will you be my... Son, <laughs> I'll say, are you my mom? And you tell me you're my mom. You could call me mom. A bit of boogie nights there. 
Uh, Dude, what do we do? What's our What's our next fucking the next thing? We're doing well, I'll Christmas. tell you as the crow flies. Today is December eighteenth minus seventh. December eighteenth. In seven days, it'll be December twenty fifth. And I thought, and what guys? And I said that sounds familiar. That does sound familiar. What does December twenty fifth entail? I got nothing on my calendar. So I'm going to have plenty of time to listen to the Balcony Boys talk about White White Christmas. Christmas. It's going to be a winter wonderland. Bing Crosby. Dude, I'm excited. Danny Kaye. Excited to talk about this. Other people. I have not seen White Christmas. Uh, It's on sale at Target right now for about nine bucks. I might be picking up the DVD of this thing. It's on Netflix. Oh, fuck that then. Just watching on that shit. I'm already fucking paying for it. Might as well use yeah, the service. Like it, dude, watch it on Netflix, kid. Uh, Irving Berlin's White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. And then why are you be... wearing blackface, dude? <sighs> I told you. I don't know what that means. Uh, we're going to be talking about this film. We're going to be singing about this film. We're going to be singing... A lot. There might be probably. some choreography. I don't think so. There's probably going to be at least a couple very physical dance numbers. There's certainly going to be a fist fight. There will be argumentative periods of remorse. There won't be blackface, but there's going to be black and blue face after I... <laughs> Are you threatening me with physical violence? Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, it's good to see that spunk. Thankfully, it's, <laughs> thankfully it's being recorded. Yeah, forever. Uh, that's it. Christmas Day. Seven days. You get seven more shopping days. Boy, oh boy, what are you going to get? On Don't go to the mall. seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Don't go to the mall. You shop locally. Shop local. This year for Christmas, give everybody the gift that keeps on giving. A subscription to the Balcony Boys. And Two a, Boys in a Balcony. Apple Podcasts. An annual membership. Stitcher, probably. Other things. An annual membership to the balcony. It costs you nothing. It and could it, cost you more, though, if you're willing to give that. Yeah, you could certainly Venmo me, Mr. Sean Sullivan. I will not give any of the money to Bill. I will not know about it, so it will be awkward it will when be it comes up in conversation. 100% awkward, but uh, this uh, show has become a financial burden on me and my family. Every episode cost me $350. So, what? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Seems stupid. Yeah, dude. it's so dumb. We're what spend- is going on? We're spending upwards of fucking $1,500 a month to do this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Yeah, that doesn't. I mean, I mean, even in a great economy, that doesn't check out. No, dude. No, it's fucking it's financially ruinous, so I need you guys to really step up and start Venmoing me. I don't know large amounts of cash, and I'll also take I'll take gift certificates to Honey Baked Ham and stuff like that. Oh, dude, can I get some of those if you get those? No. Uh, anyway, Honey Baked Ham, I don't think is still a thing. What do you think? Fucking hams are gone? No, I think there's still hams, but I think Honey Baked Ham, the you company. Don't know what you're fucking talking about. You're out of your mind. I could be wrong. You are. For sure, wrong. But there was one in Weymouth, and now that it's not in Weymouth anymore. Oh, a business went out. Something <laughs> yes. went out of business. <laughs> a business failed in Weymouth, you say? <laughs> I can't. I can't imagine why. Good night. Good night, you kings of New England, you me, princes of Maine. You've made me look foolish again. <laughs> you, sir, have said too much. 
White Christmas in seven. Suck it.